0: Thank you for tuning in to the Fine Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about meaningless financial goals. Now, some people in their pursuit of financial independence mastery mistakenly assume that all they need is a well-defined goal. Well, the trouble is that while goals alone will help you make progress towards an end, The outcomes themselves could lead to disappointment if the results don't align with what matters most to you in your life. In today's episode, we'll discuss why some people set meaningless goals and the cure for those goals. We'll begin by understanding what it means to have a vision and values for your life. We'll also talk about why your vision matters and how you can be intentional about identifying your own values and aligning your goals with your vision. The essential takeaway here is that goal setting is the process of identifying what work needs to be done, the financial resources you need, and who you need to become to close the gap between where you are today and your ideal life vision. When approached correctly, this goal setting process should withstand the ebbs and flows of near term uncertainties when they're grounded in your ideal vision and values. So, with that, let's dive into today's podcast. Most driven individuals on their path to financial independence mastery know that you need goals to get to the next stage in life. And when it comes to money, many individuals have plans to increase their earnings ability, improve their lifestyle, or simply save for long-term financial security. Even so, even the most ambitious individuals quite often find that their goals fail within weeks or months into their endeavor. Why is that? Well, it's because they set meaningless goals. So what is a goal? A goal is a future or desired result that you envision, plan for, and commit to achieving. Many well-intentioned individuals set specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound or SMART goals. And goal setting can be as simple as striving to wake up at 4 a.m. each morning to exercise for 15 minutes so you can lose five pounds in a month, or as ambitious as starting a business from the ground up. Now, when viewed in isolation, a well-defined financial goal may appear virtuous or valid on its surface. But when it's out of context with what's essential to you, your goal is likely to become meaningless and fail because it's not aligned with what matters most to you in your life. Certainly, determination to achieve an objective may initially propel you towards your aim, but soon enough, willpower fatigue will set in and you'll probably end up reverting to old financial habits. On the other hand, you could push towards financial goals on willpower alone, but you'd probably be mistaking effort and progress as measures of success, only to find that the object of your intention is hollow or unappealing once you've attained it. Goals in and of themselves are meaningless. They're simply a means to an end. What gives a goal meaning is its transformative power to shape and change who you are so that you can have the resources you need to experience a life worth living. So why would someone set out to pursue meaningless goals? Well, some individuals attain disappointing outcomes because they fail to take the time to understand what they want from life before creating and getting after their dreams. Thomas Merton An American Trappist monk once said that people may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder of success only to find, once they reach the top, that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. In a similar vein, Stephen Covey was once quoted to say that if the ladder is not leaning against the right wall, every step we take gets us closer to the wrong place faster. In his book, The Second Mountain, David Brooks uses the analogy of climbing a mountain to pursue goal fulfillment. Some individuals start out in life intending to scale a mountain summit to reach some level of material wealth, comfort, or simply to be happy. Now, after speaking with hundreds of people from all walks of life and studying philosophy, religion, psychology, and sociology brooks findings show how even the most accomplished athletes artists business leaders and many others struggle with drugs alcohol or other vices to make up for the hollowness of their lives even after acquiring status or wealth that many in society today would yearn for whether you view goal setting as climbing a ladder or summiting a mountain the fact is that if you haven't clearly defined why you're pursuing the goals you set out for yourself a time likely will come where you'll end up with frustration and regret. Indeed, a time could come where everything you have achieved will seem as though it were for nothing. And to be sure, society today is littered with broke lottery winners, miserable millionaires, and accomplished actors and musicians who have ended their lives in desperation. Now, the truth is that many well-intentioned individuals chase meaningless goals, not because they're sadistically pursuing failure. It's because more often than not, this outcome has to do with the fact that their goals were not their own. They're just doing what seemingly everyone around them is doing or wants them to do. This behavior typically occurs when we live a financial script handed down from family or culture early on in life, like going to school, getting a good job, buying a house, getting married, having kids, and saving for retirement. It's keeping up with the Joneses or living the American dream, right? Well, when you're setting goals to live someone else's financial scripts, there's a good chance that you could wake up lost, disappointed, or simply unfulfilled. So how can you set meaningful financial goals? Well, first, start by understanding what's essential in your life, define a vision that aligns with your values, and then create goals that align with your vision. You may be asking yourself, isn't this all fluff when we should be talking about making money and how to design an investment portfolio? Well, the short answer is no. Make no mistake, the word vision seems like another fancy buzzword because it's become so overused in today's culture. That's why when you hear the word vision, you might think of a business leader who is intent on using $10 words like vision statements to represent 10-cent ideas or self-help gurus who espouse having a vision as a panacea to overcome personal and professional underperformance. But the truth is that in its simplest form, the word vision represents a picture or snapshot of your desired life destination. It's the creative process of developing a mental movie of your future potential life outcome. Vision is about being clear about where you're heading. Goals are about how you get there. That's why without vision, goals are meaningless. Now, you may be asking yourself, isn't vision and goal the same thing? You might even ask, I envision myself having saved more money in 10 years than I have today. Isn't that a vision? Well, vision is different from goals because it marks what happens After you've crossed the finish line, if your goal is to have more money in 10 years, how would you use that money? What would change in your life as a result of having acquired more wealth? A goal like saving more money in the coming 10 years sets out a specific set of tasks necessary to accomplish that outcome. The vision on the other hand is what you will do with that money and how your life has changed once you have that money in your hands. If you're still trying to wrap your head around the concept of vision as it relates to your finances, take an example from Pele. Now, Pele is arguably one of the greatest soccer players in the world, and he attributes his success to the practice of visualization. If creating a vision is imagining your future life outcome, then visualization is the active practice of rehearsing that story in your mind. That's why one hour before each game, Paley would go through his own mental movie starting with when he was a child to his current moment right before the game, recalling how he felt playing soccer as a child and how he needed to play his next match as a way to evoke positive emotions and mentally prepare himself for success on the field. Thinking more long term, some individuals find it helpful to create vision boards by physically laying out pictures of places people, or destination that they'd like to see take place or have in their lives. Now, let's be clear here for a moment. We're not talking about the law of attraction or positive thinking type of board here. Simply put, what we're talking about is a physical board filled with a collage of pictures representing how you'd like to see your career, family, health, travel, or other social situations play out into the future. The collage itself is a physical representation of your intentions. It's there to remind you why you're getting up in the morning. You're still going to have to get at it and do the work to make that financial vision a reality. At first glance, your initial response may be to say, what's the point of all this? I'm not looking for some path to enlightenment here. All I want is to save enough money to buy a house, put my kids through college, and ensure that there's enough money to cover my needs for the rest of my life. Well, these are valid points, but how much money is enough? And let's assume for a moment that you've accomplished these goals. Then what? Well, take a tip from Disney. No, not Walt Disney. We're talking about his brother, Roy. When we think of Disney, more often than not, we think of the founder, Walt Disney, the creative mind behind the media company. But few people know that it was Roy who was the operations genius that turned the company into a profitable empire. And Roy once said, That when your values are clear to you, making decisions becomes easier. Put differently, when you're clear about where you're going and understand what the destination looks like, you instinctively know what goals need to be set and the resources that you'll need to achieve that result. So how do you create a vision for your life? To know what you want from your life, you'll need to first take the time to understand what's important to you and how you want to spend your time. This journey begins by identifying your top core values. In his book, Atomic Habits, author James Clear shares a list of values he prepared in collaboration with the LeaderShape Institute. In his book, Clear describes how he identifies five core values to focus on and then prioritizes that shortlist. After that, he aligns his daily practices to align his life with his values. Once you've identified which values you want to give your time to, then take the time to create a vision for how you want in your life and what needs to change in the future as you begin to focus on those priorities. Again, vision represents a picture or a snapshot of your desired life destination. It's the creative process of developing a mental movie of your future potential life outcome. Vision is about being clear about where you're headed, and which goals you need to get there. Now, this brings us to our final point, and that's setting your goals. Goal setting is the process of identifying the work that needs to be done, the financial resources that you'll need, and who you need to become to close the gap between where you are today and your ideal life vision. When approached correctly, this goal setting process should withstand the ebbs and flows of near-term uncertainties when they're grounded in your vision and your values. When it comes down to it, spending the time to create your vision is an act of intentionally designing your life. The truth is that few individuals want to take the time to be introspective. They want a quick fix or rely on others to tell them how to do it. But if you want to avoid pursuing meaningless financial goals, what you'll need to do is start by doing the work to understand who you are, what's essential to you, and then creating a vision of how you want your life to unfold over the next 10 15, 20, or 30 years. Doing so will naturally lead to creating meaningful goals and move you further down the path of mastering your financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery Podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Bonisano, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. 5 Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors' investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the investment advisor public disclosures.